Today's episode is going to be incredible. I could I could just spill all the beans right now, but let me just say if you feel like from the outside looking into my life or any other mom's life that seems to do it all and have it all together and you're not entirely certain why you're falling why you're falling apart at the seams then you need to tune in you need to listen up you need to take some notes because i can guarantee you that you were putting way too much pressure on yourself first of all and you have way more on your plate than we as moms that are trying to work from home run a business do all the things force ourselves to have on our plates this whole entire episode really does come down to this one word of outsourcing. And I think that it is a sore subject in the culture of motherhood. And y'all know I am here to change just straight up a flip the cult- culture of motherhood on its head because there is so much untapped potential in us as women, in our motherhood, in our marriages, in our community, in our homes, in our businesses, all of it. And so much of that comes down to what we force ourselves to put on our plate. And it is a hard pill to swallow to say, oh, here, let me remove this from my plate. Here, can you, will you do this for me? I'm I'm getting into all of it, the how, the what, the why. Today's episode is full of awesome details about this. So grab a pen and paper and let's press on into today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, If you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Woo-hoo-wee! This is going to be fun. You can follow along and really get the most out of this episode by putting three big dividers or two dividers in your paper. So you have three big blocks. What we're going to talk about is why we need to outsource. Then we're going to talk about how you can outsource and then what I think you can start with and just in general, what you specifically can outsource in your home. So let me just get right down to it and tell you why you need to start outsourcing. (laughs) Uh, A little backstory on this. I grew up in the most DIY family I think I've ever met in my entire life. Like, it's straight up a badge of honor to be able to DIY everything. And I didn't really know that there was any other way of life than that until I was in my 30s. Maybe further along than that. (laughs) I mean, I'm still in my 30s, but I don't know. It wasn't my early 30s. Maybe. I know it definitely was not my early 30s. I just really thought that like you did everything on your own. Like my dad built cars and and literally can fix anything. I've never seen my dad not be able to fix anything in my life ever. 
Like I rebuilt cars with him. I built a sand rail. He got an old like Volkswagen engine and he used to take me to the, oh goodness, the junkyard. And we would like scrap parts out of old cars. And we built this sand rail from the ground up together. We replaced our roof. We replaced our air conditioner. Then my brother, as he grew, he obviously learned how to be really handy for my dad. And uh, he's seven years older than me. And he went off and he got a job and he became uh, the lead maintenance engineer at a huge golf resort. And so he was the one that like built was is a contractor, right? Like he could build anything. And so we literally replaced everything in our home. My brother just like, that's what he did. I've tiled every floor in my house. We've tore down walls and done electric work and like seriously everything. We poured our own rock and my dad had access to heavy equipment. He's a heavy equipment mechanic and like I've run tractors and you name it. I'm not even kidding you. Now that's just like all the guy stuff, right? Now let's talk about the mom stuff, like the lady stuff. My mom can can sew, she can cook, she can clean. She is super crafty, like ridiculously resourceful. That woman can scrap anything and make it like this full-blown thing. It is insane. Like we DIY'd our own birthday baskets and our own like the cutest things you've ever seen, by the way. Like if you want a cute gift basket, just holla. I'm totally there. Everything, every single thing. All of our Halloween costumes are made from scratch, which I actually really love doing. All of it, you guys. I, I will stop talking about this now, but I just need you to understand that this, I do not come from a place at all of people that hired out anything ever or that ever had anyone else do something for them. Okay. But here's the problem. When you get to a point in your life where you realize that what you could be doing with your time instead of this task whatever it is that it is, is way more beneficial to you or your family or your bank account or your sanity, that is when you need to make a different decision. And for a lot of us, we just don't know how to stop and do that. Well, I just happened to be the fluke rainbow black sheep of the family. And I was like, wait a minute, there's like cracks in this. And I don't want to keep doing this. Like I want to figure out what is the thing that I'm really good at. And I really challenged and pushed those barriers and thought, well, maybe I don't want to like DIY everything. Maybe I want to hire somebody that's really good at that so I can focus at what I'm really good at. And so I don't know, I'd say maybe like five years ago, I really started thinking about it I started thinking about it a lot in my event-based business where we were doing all the legwork for everything. And so much of this comes back to like this mindset of, oh, we can't afford it, right? And that couldn't be further from the truth. You can get super, super creative here. And that would be the biggest why that I want you to take out of this, right? Is because what you are spending your time on most of the time probably isn't the best use of your time or your talents or your skills or your energy, your mental or your spiritual energy, your emotional energy. There's better things that you were created to do than 
just plugging and chugging away at all of the mundane things that you absolutely low that someone else would be lit up to be able to do for you or with you. Like I was walking around Walmart and I called my husband and I was like, this is ridiculous. I am literally spending an hour of my time picking up toilet paper and paper towels and random things and getting sucked into the shoe section because you guys, I'm, I love the Walmart shoe section. I don't know why, probably because I am frugal franny, but I just do. So I was like, look, this, this could be so automated. This is dumb. (laughs) So we're, we're automating this. Okay. Like we are outsourcing this. I don't have any children at home right now. And I am spending my time doing this. Or even if I, like, I could be working on a business right now, which I need the time to do that. So why am I doing this instead? And, and the flip side of that coin is even if I had my kids with me, yes, I love taking them to the store with me. Yes, I love teaching them. It is such an opportunity to teach but not Walmart people. Like I would do anything to stay out of that store. Don't even ask. Like just don't even ask. And and I'm so glad that this is behind me at this point. <laughs> you know, like even if it was just as simple as um going and sitting in the pickup whatever you guys call it, Walmart pickup stuff. People keep telling me to do this with my groceries, but I love grocery shopping. So I don't. I grocery shop on my own, but we will talk about that later. Point being is I just realized like there are better things that I could be doing with my time and and you guys will feel that and you will know that, but this is why you need to outsource because there are other things that you could be pouring into that are going to be so much more fruitful for you. That is the point. And when you are trying to do all of the things in your life well without feeling pulled in multiple directions, guess what? When I'm walking around Walmart, I am feeling pulled in the direction of why the heck are you here right now? Why aren't you at home working on your business? Why aren't you at home prepping your food for the week? Why aren't you at home playing dolls with your girls? Why aren't you doing something that you like when this could seriously be automated for you? Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Your time as a mother, as a woman, as a wife is precious and you need to start protecting it. Okay. Now, here's the thing. The title of this episode said, Lousia asking for help? Try outsourcing instead. And I posed it like that for a reason. And I'm going to touch on that right now. I want to talk about why we typically don't want to ask for help. And I'm going to say we, because I'm, I'm right there with you. I've gone through this. I go through this. This is not something that I'm not currently experiencing but I've forced myself to get into the practice of it. And I really truly believe, ooh, I really do truly believe that the reason why we don't ask for help is because women were never taught to be leaders. It makes me emotional and I'm super passionate about it. And I can't wait to raise different girls. I have been a natural leader my entire life and I've been called bossy and I hate it. I hate that when I think about being a good leader as a woman, This is systemic. It's everywhere. Um, It just is what it is. And I have challenged that in my home a lot. My husband is super conservative. 
little less now that he has married me. (laughs) We're a great balance for each other. But my own thought patterns have really been challenged and so has his. And that's the beauty of marriage, right? But I really truly do believe that our leadership skills as women could be so much stronger if only we, you, just you, you only need permission from yourself to start practicing that leadership. And I know for a fact that it's scary. It's scary even with your husband. It's scary even in your own home. The the judgment that you feel when you ask someone to do your laundry, to do your dishes, to do your grocery shopping, to do your cooking. And let me just be straight up that I came from that family that I just told you about where there's very strong ideas about what men do and women do and how we do it and how we don't and what's the right thing to do. And I come from a very proper family. And so when I say that someone else is doing my dirty laundry, someone else is taking care of my kids, someone else is cooking my meals, someone else is doing my shopping, someone else is cleaning my home, all of these things, like, that's not easy for me. And it probably isn't going to be easy for you either. Depending on what circle you're in, depending on what your community looks like, but I can guarantee you, you live in the same culture of motherhood as I do. And it's, it's hard and it feels scary. And I believe that it comes back to this idea that we as women don't know our own ability as leaders. Well, how does this tie into outsourcing and motherhood? Everything about it is tied to it. Let me explain why. There is this fear of stepping out of our submissive role and into this leadership role. Okay, when you step up and run your ship, you're immediately starting to, and I'm going to put this in massive air quotes, wear the pants. And I don't like that term, but that is what it looks like. That is what it's judged as. That is what it feels like because this committee of people that we keep in our mind that is infiltrated into our lives because of the culture of motherhood says that we should be passive. We should we should literally heap everything on our plate and wear it as a badge of honor, even though it breaks us internally so deeply, so deeply are we burdened by things that we don't have to be burdened by because we don't know that we can step up and lead our families through that. You have the ability to run your ship You can tell other people how to help you. You can tell other people, hey, you're really good at this. Will you please go do this for me? And remove it from your plate. That is what being a good leader looks like. I have taken it upon myself to be the very best leader in motherhood and in my home and in my business that I can. Now, I stand shoulder to shoulder with the leader in our home, which is Blaine and my husband, and and we vet everything through each other. And I feel like he knows my strengths. And, and truly, I will give him so much of this. 
This thought pattern in my mind that I am speaking into you right now was triggered from Blaine telling me and challenging these very strong feminist views that I came to this marriage with and saying, yeah, but you're so good at taking care of the home. You're so good at taking care of the children. You're so good at communicating. You're so good at these things, Chelsea. Lead in them. Do them. And maybe those weren't his words, but albeit I heard it that way, you know, and I was like, you're right. I am good at these things and I'm going to lead it. I'm going to lead it and I'm going to, and I'm going to do it well. I'm going to fumble and I'm going to give myself grace, but I'm going to step up and I'm going to lead what this looks like. And with that leadership comes me not doing it all. That is what good leaders do. They look at the people around them, no matter how tiny that human is, no matter how many years they've been on the planet, no matter what, it does not matter. It literally doesn't matter. Every person that you are leading in your home and in your community and in your circle has a strength that they can be utilized for and you can outsource to them. You have to be strong enough in your role as the woman that is leading her ship in motherhood to be able to recognize that. So now let's talk about that. How do we do it? How do you start outsourcing? If you got to this point in this episode and you're like, yes, yes, and yes, let's talk about how you do it. So I'm going to give you four things that I want you to write down now. We're in this second big block on your piece of paper where you're taking notes. So we just talked about the why. Now we're going to talk about the how. How do you do this? There's four things. These are the four things that I want you to know how to do in order to run your ship. The first one, have a solid understanding of what's needed in your home. Who needs what? What does your house need to function? Like have a full, when I say solid, I mean solid. Like don't just like skim the top, dig in, understand what everything needs from where are things disorganized who is lacking emotionally, who is lacking physically, where are your finances at? Like you need to understand what it looks like to manage all of these people. And so if you haven't done an inventory on that and you are really disengaged as a mom and a wife and the person that's taking care of your house, if your house is a mess, if you're operating a silos from your husband, if you have resentment or bitterness or you're angry or you're frustrated or you just are not feeling um, super joyful when it comes to your kids, then this is like highlight this. This is where you start. Okay. I want you to start doing an inventory, do lots of journaling, figure out what is needed in every area of your home. And, the, and a really good place to start with that is go to the first place that isn't working. Like if you're like, (laughs) it feels like everything's not working right now. What is the one that sticks out in your mind the most? Start there. Okay. Number two, what I want you to do is create systems and routines in your home. So once you do this inventory, that's going to help you to know what kind of systems you need to create, what kind of routines you need to create in your home. This is when you begin to put on your creative hat and your leadership heart 
for your home and for your kids, for your family, right? You start to see where can things become more efficient? What's not working? Take it out, replace it with something that does work. Test it out without them even knowing it. See what clicks. If something clicks, write it down. Start logging this. Literally, I'm not kidding. Either keep it in a spreadsheet or put a journal on your nightstand and start taking inventory of what you're doing in your house that's working well. If it works well, write it down. Do it again. Did it work well again? Awesome. Do it again. Did it work well? Good. You're creating a routine that's working. Keep doing that in every area of your life. If it doesn't work, no problem. Just switch it up. Try something different. Okay. Number three, once you've figured out what these systems are that you need, which I kind of know a thing or two about systems, come jump into the Facebook group, or you could always hop over to chelseajoe.co backslash workshop. You could sign up for my completely free workshop that will teach you all the things. And then you could just start creating systems with ease. So once you have these systems and routines that you know are really working for you, then you need to start clearly communicating those systems and routines to all of the people. Okay, so that is step number three, clear communication. I think me personally, what I believe the best leader, the the best, the absolute best person that runs a ship. I don't know what that person's called. <laughs> what is the person that runs a ship? Her name's mom. That's what she's called. She has good communication and every leader that excels has good communication is what I'm getting at here, friends. And this is what I want you to have. If you are afraid of communication, if you are poor at communication, first of all, change your mindset about it. Encourage yourself. What part of communicating are you good at? Are you good at listening? Are you good at giving feedback? Are you good at opening up? what there's, there's a bunch of different facets of communication and you're going to be stronger in one of those than the other. So give yourself a pep talk and start being positive about it and then start practicing. Create family meetings, create communication boards, get things written down and visible. Communicate to your husband with Google calendars, communicate, communicate to your little, little kiddos with picture charts communicates to all of your children and meet them where they're at with their communication needs so that these systems and routines that you're creating can be supportive and can be rolled out by everyone. If you don't communicate these things, you're going to get frustrated that you've been doing all this work for everyone and no one's working for you but that falls on you. You have to clearly communicate that you just moved all of the cereal off of this shelf and put it down on this shelf before you get frustrated that somebody didn't notice that it was on the bottom shelf when it used to be on the top shelf, right? Okay. You have to communicate these things that you're doing to try and improve everyone else's life. And then you have to extend grace because they don't live in your mind and they don't live in your brain. All right, fourth thing that I want you to do is I want you to be open to feedback. I need you to ask other people in your home what they want and need and be willing to adjust the systems and routines that you are trying to create based on them. Because for us, when we are being led by other people and they don't take our feedback into consideration before they start making 
pretty hard and fast rules for what we can and can't do, it doesn't liberate us and it doesn't make me want to work harder for them, right? And so you do want to be very intentional about being open to feedback and asking others what they want and need and be willing to adjust to that. Now, that is what it looks like to run your ship. So you need to be able to do those four things before you can actually start your outsourcing. Now look, can you just pay a house cleaner and and skip past this? Absolutely, you can. But I can guarantee you that that really, at the end of the day, is not removing anything from your plate that's making you feel pulled in all directions. Having a house cleaner come, yes, is a portion of outsourcing. But what I'm trying to get you to do in the grand scheme of things is stop feeling like you have so much to do all the time and never ask for help. I want you to take an inventory of what your life looks like right now and what are you struggling with? What what is it that you are being burdened by? (laughs) I mean, it might be as simple as you being the person that goes to Walmart. Those are the things that you need to talk about. Now, is it just that you're super burdened by having to clean your house? Yeah, it might be. But in order to have a house cleaner come over, you know what has to happen, right? Your entire house has to be tidy. You can't have things on the floor when people come and vacuum. And you can't have dirty clothes laying in the bathroom on the floor when they come over to clean. Like your house has to be tidy. You can't have dishes everywhere. You can't have random things laying all over the place on your entertainment center in your living room because they can't dust it. So you still are going to have to get your act together before you just have people randomly come and start doing things. And that is why I gave you those four steps on how you outsource, because I want you to start taking responsibility. I truly believe that all of this comes down to leadership. Call me crazy, but just hear me out. (laughs) So now that is how you do it. Now let's talk about the what, okay? Because this is where you're really going to get some of the answers. So let's move into that last block on your piece of paper and talk about what you can start outsourcing. I want you to start with a list of things that you don't love. Okay, I'm going to tell you the things that I'm currently outsourcing in my motherhood. And you can take them and you can run with them. But I also want you to know that the most important thing that you can do after listening to this episode is write down a list of things that you don't love doing and you want to not do anymore. <laughs> even if you don't have any money, just don't don't even vet this through, yeah, well, that costs money because we, we, you can be super creative here. So here's my list of things that I really don't pay financially for. There's opportunity costs with everything, but I don't actually pay anyone for any of these things. So here's my list. The first thing of my five things that I outsource is cooking. Now, do I cook a lot? Yeah, because I love it. Do I outsource cooking to my eight-year-old daughter every once in a while? I sure do. Do I outsource it to my husband a couple times a week? I sure do. He cooks breakfast quite a bit too. So there's my cooking that I outsource. I still cook. I don't have pre-made meals sent to me I'm not that far in outsourcing, but I do allow other people in my house 
to cook in lieu of me multiple times a week. Okay. The second thing, cleaning. Do I have a house cleaner? No, I don't. Do other people in my house clean for me? Yes, they do. I do not. I do not hold full responsibility for cleaning my house by myself. I think that is absolutely ridiculous. Excuse me if I'm talking to you right now. (laughs) If I am speaking into your soul right now, stop it. Stop feeling like you are the only one that can clean your house. Your children can clean. Your boys can clean and your husband can surely clean. Okay. Now, if you are so far away from this and this, you're like, yeah, right. That is never going to happen. Don't just try me. Okay. Don't just rule it out. Just try me with this. It can be something so super simple. So what this looks like for me is every single week we put a zone that in our house that needs to be cleaned. There's a zone cleaning episode. There's a couple episodes um, just back a few related to cleaning that are really, really good. It teaches my cleaning system, but Blaine definitely helps with them. I split it up. If we're in zone one, we just tackle it. That zone one is kitchen and living room. You do in the living room, I'm doing the kitchen. Done. And even within that, I ask Frankie what she wants to do. And if she doesn't want to do it, that's fine. She can go play. But if she does want to do it and she wants to put her skills to good use, she gets paid for that. Uh, I have an episode on how we do that too. <laughs> uh, that's a bonus episode quite a, quite a ways back. Uh, so I definitely outsource a lot of my cleaning. We had considered hiring a cleaner, but when we talked to Frankie and Bailey about it, Frankie was devastated. She was like, no, I like cleaning. I want to clean with you. And I was like, yeah, I like cleaning with you too. I love our cleaning days. I absolutely love it. We have so much fun doing it. I've made it super simple, but I don't do it all on my own. Okay. Here's the third thing. Caring for my children. Mm. Say it ain't so. It is. I outsource letting other people take care of my kids. I send Bailey May to preschool. I have another, I have Frankie Joe's grandmother, um, homeschool her a couple days a week. And I don't have to do that. I could homeschool Frankie every single day that she's here with me, but I don't, I have her go to her grandma's house and she homeschools her one of those days. Now, granted she was, she's a retired school teacher, so I totally trust her, but still, you know, I had that opportunity and, and, and it, it hurt me for a minute. I was like, Chelsea, you really going to do this? You really going to let somebody else homeschool your kid when, when you can do it and you love it? Yeah. And I made a conscious decision to do that. And then I pour my heart and soul into her, into homeschooling on the other days. Right. So I don't homeschool every single day. I don't, I have Bailey in preschool a couple days a week. My mother-in-law watches my kiddos for me at least one day a week, sometimes more than that. She'll take them because she loves them and wants to. And my grandma, a couple weeks, my grandmother is 89 years old and she lives on her own and she's stinking fantastic. And sometimes my girls will go over there and (laughs) let's not forget I have my husband watch my kids all the time because they're his kids. Let's not even go down that route, down that road. But truly, you guys, I don't, 
I'm not the only person that watches my kids 100% of the time. I'm just not. Okay. Here's the fourth thing, my laundry. I outsource my laundry. Now, there are laundry companies that you can pay to do this. Absolutely. (laughs) I know some of you are like frivolously typing into your Google search engine right now. How do I outsource? (laughs) One of uh, my longtime students and and friends, uh, her name is Stephanie Perenza. She outsources and she shouts them out so often that I even know the name of the company is Wishwash Laundry. Because <laughs> she always shares about how she outsources her laundry. And it's amazing. Um, she's not local to me. She's not in Arizona. And their company isn't either. But there are services that will do that. And quite frankly, like just around the, like around the street from where I live, the dry cleaning hole in the wall place will wash laundry. Like they will actually do that. You could hire an assistant to come into your house, a, a, a mommy assistant, right? To do your laundry. Like I'm prepping Frankie to be a mom's assistant where she goes into other women's homes that I'm close to and that I know that need an assistant and she can do their laundry soon. So she can start working, right? Using her skills to get paid. You could do that. Or Maybe you just are as lucky as I am. And my grandmother and my mother-in-law are obsessed with doing laundry. Like they have begged me, hey, let me do your laundry. And so I do. It was really weird for me in the beginning and I felt horrible. Guilt came all over the place. But now it's like my girl's laundry gets done by them. I don't do, I don't do my girl's laundry. I do my laundry and Blaine does his. And that's where I sit with that. So there's, there's options there. Uh, And then the last thing that I outsource is uh, not my grocery shopping because I love it, but sometimes I do send Blaine. It's not often because I love it so much, but just before I opened the doors back up to the Academy, which by the way, the doors to the Academy are open, chelseajoe.co backslash Academy. If you want more details on that, it's absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, But when I was like, really into that. And I was working more like 30 hours a week. I was like, Blaine, you got to go to the grocery store. So he meal planned and went to the grocery store for three weekends in a row. And, uh, that was really, really nice. But what I do consistently do outsource is my meal prepping. And I know you're going to be like, what? But yes, I, this is what, this is what I'm talking about. This is where light bulbs need to start going off in your brain. I buy some of my produce pre-chopped and it is such a time saver. Like, no, you don't have to buy a whole head of broccoli. Is it cheaper? It sure is. So this is where I understand and I recognize I am paying a little bit more for the onion that's already been chopped, for the garlic that's already been peeled because no one likes that job. (laughs) No one likes peeling garlic. And you know what? I even bought garlic in a spice that you can just like shake for the times that I don't even want to chop my own pre-peeled garlic. I don't care. Like you guys even just saying this out loud, I can just hear my mother right now like, Chelsea Joe, like, okay. But the reality is, is that I need to get dinner on the table and 
I don't have time to chop all my broccoli or my carrots. And you know what? Trader Joe's preps a lot of meals for me. They've already gone done and fried my orange chicken, friends. And now I'm just going to put it in a pan. I'm sorry. I just keep saying I'm sorry. And I don't. I hate it when people apologize. I'm sorry that this is such a problem for women. That's what I'm sorry about. And that's why I'm doing this podcast episode. I am I am approaching 40 minutes on this. And it's because I'm so passionate about it. And I could go on for and ever and ever and ever and ever. Let me do a quick recap so you can be on with yourself and start figuring out what you're going to outsource next. We've covered why we need to outsource We also talked about how you're going to do it, and we touched on four specific steps in there, and then we talked about what I personally outsource and how you can figure out what you need to outsource to. When you figure out what you're going to start outsourcing in your motherhood, will you come and share it with me? Either send me a note uh, in Instagram DMs or just share it in the Facebook group. I'm sure you're probably already over there. If you're an avid listener, you should be over in the Facebook group. If you just started listening, come and join us. Systemize your life over on Facebook. And as always, it has been so much fun. Today actually was really, really fun hanging out with you from behind my mic. And until our next episode, I will catch you over inside of the Facebook group. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.